This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Jody. It's it's good to be back and not be like stuttering and freezing and all of that, like heavy conversation live. Yeah, we, you know, technology works when it works and yeah. it doesn't always work when you're traveling, but yes, yes. So there's been a lot of traveling for me in the last couple of weeks and um, <laughs> I may have miscalculated on dates that I thought I was going to be home. Right. So, you know, we had talked about it and we plotted out a heavy conversation live episode that uh, we like to do monthly. And um, it turned out that the time and date uh, coincided with me being uh, not just away from home, but (laughs) in a mountainous region of Oregon uh, on a highway where the (laughs) connection was not good. Yeah. And so... You know, I tried to start the thing and it did start. Um, I'm going to leave the video up. It's on the, the Chubster <laughs> Facebook page. It's it's amazing. I It's about 10 minutes long. Uh, it stutters. It freezes. Can't hear what I'm saying. It was funny hearing it from your side because like it sounded fine to me. You were moving fairly decently. Then you'd freeze a couple times. Oh, okay. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if it's his connection. No, friends. It was not his connection. It was mine. <laughs> I mean, I just was like, I, it's the audio was really weird for me because I would yeah. talk and then like two seconds later I would hear it all. And I'm like, oh Lord, that's annoying. Right. Right. So I was like, is that happening for everyone? And I was like, nope, it's not. It just, cause I listened to it a little bit and I was like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. But, but I just yeah. was like, I'm just gonna, I have to listen really hard to you. <laughs> it was technology's fun. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, um. I um, so definitely I go and watch that. That, that please was entertaining. Please, ten minutes of <laughs> sadness, of confusion. Oh, so, Lord, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I I can't remember if on our last episode uh, I talked about going back to Canada. I went back to Canada, mm-hmm. uh, spent a week up there uh, doing shooting a thing. Um, very very excited um, to get that out when it's. When, mm-hmm. when it's finally out and I can talk about the whole thing. Um, it was really cool to go back and be able to hang out up there in Ontario nice. in Toronto, which uh, I, I also learned that uh, people who live in Toronto don't pronounce that, ex- that second T it's not as Toronto? well-defined Toronto. Toronto. Toronto, Toronto. They're like California. They don't put the, what i'm trying to remember the c the c's i was like i'm like wait which letter is it because it's like sacramento yeah like yeah so yeah i have a tendency to you know pronounce and uh had to work on that a couple times too yeah they were like they're gonna know that you're not from here and i'm like well i'm not from here i'm not and i'm but i want to do it right so Yeah. Um, I don't want to be the stupid American. That's right. That's right. (laughs) It was fun. It was really cool to go back and get to do everything that I did. And uh, I actually had a little bit of time to do some exploring. And so um, I went downtown 
to downtown Toronto. And, okay. uh, Toronto. and uh, it, it just feels so weird to say because I, really? I just uh, want to, I want to throw that Toronto. other T. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I went downtown uh, to, they have a market there called St. Lawrence Market. And it's kind of like a, um, you know, it's like a farmer's market sort of thing. It's been there since 1803. Um, they have all kinds of fresh food, fruit, vegetables, cheese. I mean, they're not playing around with the cheese there. Okay, It is. I mean, the French influence definitely comes through. And that cheese is hardcore. Uh, so I decided to basically eat my way across <laughs> St. Lawrence Market. No, and that sounds I started, good. I'd like it, that. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. I, I, I went to this oyster bar and the oysters were all just totally shelled. And they were in these different uh, boxes and each one had a description, you know, what it tastes like, mm-hmm. the champagne finish, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And so I picked out five different kinds. And once you pick them, there's a gentleman that washes them and then shucks them. Mm-hmm. And so they're totally fresh and he puts them out for you and they're phenomenal. And I'm, as I get older, I find that I'm kind of more on the fence about seafood in general. Okay. All right. I don't know. It's just, just a thing, I guess. I, I don't know. But these were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They were great. The only thing that I had a problem with is I've been getting over this cold. I had strep for a while. It's, you know, when you have kids, you get basically everything. Yeah. So I've gotten, I've had, you know, 15 different colds in the span of a month. Um. So I had been kind of coughing and, you know, talking conversationally was very difficult. And I had gotten to the point where I was, I was highly medicated through this whole trip oh. and I was doing better. And then I got the oysters and they had this bar you could sit at with a ton of different sauces. And so I love sauce, put sauce on anything. Yep. Yep. And so I tried these different sauces and I was going through them and they had this Dave's insanity sauce and it's like a really, really hot, hot sauce. And I put some on one of the oysters and I went to swallow the oyster. And as I was trying to swallow, I guess I like I took a breath or something and I started to cough. And so the Dave's insanity (laughs) sauce went into my lungs Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, I thought I was dying. I was like, like it hurt in a way that (laughs) it wasn't just like hot sauce in the throat. It was like hot sauce in the chest. (laughs) And I was like, am I having a medical emergency right now? Like, do I need to (laughs) talk to somebody? Um, Somebody, something's happening. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) And I was, and so I'm coughing because I took this stuff down my throat. Mm-hmm. And so there's these other people that were sitting next to me at the, at the bar. And I'm just like, I mean, it's full out sputtering, choking yeah. cough, you know, it's not a dainty, oh, pardon me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're talking, having fun. And I keep coughing and their conversation starts to kind of go they're down. Like, Is he dying? <laughs> yeah. They're kind of looking over and I'm like trying to hold my breath at that point to not, be oh. sputtering and you oh. know and uh, it was having a whole... an allergic reaction is I know, he what's right. happening suddenly i got the heimlich no i it was it was pretty uh intense there but the oysters were great <laughs> and, and you lived so and i lived i lived to go to the next uh place in the market to get um in toronto there is a um it's like a cultural sandwich <laughs> i don't know okay. i don't know what yeah, you call yeah. it but it's it's uh it's called a pea meal bacon sandwich and uh 
pea meal bacon is a i'm like what, what i know it's a specific type of bacon that's cut it's pretty light bacon uh i was telling somebody else about it and they're like oh yeah canadian bacon i was like eh. i mean yes technically because i was in canada it was canadian bacon yeah, but, but it was no. not like the you know it's not like what's thrown on pizzas or whatever but um <laughs> the pea meal is kind of like i'm guessing kind of like you know cornmeal that you would use to fry something mm-hmm. they use peas for this and oh, okay. it didn't cover the whole thing but you know kind of the edges uh of the uh, of the bacon uh whenever i was doing the thing that i was doing up there one of the people who lived there you know they were asking me what uh what i was going to be doing the, that was touristy and they yeah, told yeah. me i should go to this specific place in st lawrence market uh get a pea meal sandwich with a slice of cheese and yellow mustard and enjoy that and so i did exactly that and um, it was good i mean it was you know it was a it was so it's just but just that like a ham sandwich yeah i was like yeah yeah um yeah i guess it was i i guess the kind of history and background behind it is that it was like inexpensive to Mm -hmm. make and yeah so i just kind of i went with that it was good and then i um finished off my trip with a beer at a paddington bear themed bar oh i think i saw you posted something about that like the most random thing i could have ever seen and so of course i'm looking at this and i'm like why yeah why would why would you do that i have no idea and i i still i left without an answer but i went in and (laughs) uh i had a beer at the at the bar and you know i yeah i mean it was it was a good beer and i took off and so yes i mean that was basically my trip to canada um it was a lot of fun so thank you to the folks who had me and... and yeah um i got home had one day at home and we took off on our spring break road trip. <laughs> spring break uh, for for my kids, it kind of all happened at the same time, pretty close. One's in middle school and one's in elementary. So we kind of made it work and got back and we decided we were going to road trip. We hadn't done that in a long time, you know, pre-COVID. And so we um, were going to drive down uh, from Oregon to California to see a friend and do some other things. And uh, some winter storms started coming through. So we thought we'll take a, a different route to get there. And uh, we took this roundabout way that took us into the wilds of Oregon. So like central Oregon, where we stayed in a small town that will not be named. I mean, very, very small and uh, um, stayed there for a night. And then we drove down to Reno and um, Reno was a place that uh that i had never been so we drive you know we're driving through like central southern southern central oregon uh down into nevada i mean it was beautiful and it was quiet and was not a lot of traffic then we got into reno and uh i don't know if you've ever been to reno before i've been through Uh, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've really ever. I feel like that's a lot of time. <laughs> it's probably yeah, that kind of thing. And so we get to Reno, and we had planned on staying a night, and then going down to Sacramento to see a buddy of mine. And uh, um, 
we get into Reno, we stay the night and find that the next morning this uh, winter storm is coming through and the Sierra Nevadas, I, I guess, right there. So yep. um, we weren't quite aware of this. You know, it was just kind of like, we're going to take this road trip. We're going to do whatever. Yeah. Didn't factor in that there was a mountain range between Nevada and California there. Yeah. So that night it got like two feet of snow. And so, uh. like, well, I guess we're going to stay for <laughs> another night. And so we did. And then they still didn't have it clear the next night. And so we decided to stay for another night. Yeah. So, you know, we spent a lot of time in Reno, uh, ended up uh, uh, hitting up one of the casinos. We took uh, one of the casinos there had like a an arcade or something. So we were yeah. able to take the kids. It wasn't like we were sitting at the slots smoking our <laughs> cigarettes while the kids waited for us or anything. Yeah, yeah. Wait, leave them in the car. And we introduced them to the casino buffet. So, oh. so that was the crowning achievement. Like, I, I still feel like I'm recovering from okay. the amount of food that I ate at the... Was it a decent buffet or... It was pretty good. It yeah. was, so we were at the Atlantis Casino in, in, in Reno. Okay. And okay. Uh, um, it said, you know, we read about it. They said that it was <laughs> the best buffet by far. So, you know, we thought if we're going to show them their first casino buffet... Yeah. Let's do make it, it right. a decent one. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to show the introduce them to this and it's not in Vegas. Yeah. You know, because I mean, Bellagio like, buffet. Right. The, right. The Atlantis buffet in Reno. Yes. And it was huge. I'll give them that. It was, yeah. it was big. I mean, the, the Atlantis itself would be like a small casino in, in Vegas, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, but big there. I mean, very tall, you know, huge, whatever. But um, yeah. So, so that was good. We got through. Uh, Went to Sacramento and then started making our way back up. And so as we were driving home, that's when Heavy Conversation Live happened. And <laughs> there we are, full circle. So that's uh, been my last couple of weeks. Busy, busy. Busy, busy. Yeah. But yes, but we do actually have some some relevant stuff to talk about. Yeah. This well, time around. I am kind of thirsty. But oh, I yes. believe I had this beer already. Okay. I think I bought a couple of them. I'm the I had, well, I could have checked on untapped already, but <clears throat> um, it's the Czech style Pilsner, and I was just like, oh wait, I think I had this one already. Ooh, but what I like it these. That's uh, Little Beast. Little Beast. Yeah. Hey, Little, Little Beast. Beast. Can't go wrong. Portland, right? So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm having, whether it's for the first time on the show or the second time. Um, yes. But I'm having it. So, well, good. Uh, check. I feel like you can't go wrong with the Czech, Czech style Pilsner. It's, yeah, they're pretty no, good. Good option. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I'm, I've had a long day already. So, yes. Yes. Good. Well, it's an easy drinker and, you know, very tasty yeah i mean it's just a you know a light lager yeah um nothing too crazy i'm sorry y'all I, right. I always do this i didn't pull it up before i started <laughs> talking uh yeah uh oh yep it looks like i did already have this one so sorry All right but simple true to style lager brewed with bohemian malt and czech grown saz hops says saz i don't know toasted we'll say biscuits. Saz. Toasted biscuit, ready malt flavor, chef. Pretty, pretty normal. Hmm. Well, very nice. Probably have that and pass out now. 
Yeah, well, that's good. As it should be. <laughs> so for me this time around, uh, I am having a beer that comes from a, brewer a brewery that I discovered on my road trip. Oh, uh, nice. As we were on our way back up, right after the ill-fated Heavy Conversation Live, we made it to our <laughs> hotel. And this hotel was kind of like a cabin sort of place. Uh, it's like a Best Western Treehouse Inn or something. And it's oh. right at the foot of uh, Mount Shasta in Northern California. Okay. So, right. of course, we drove out of the snow and into <clears throat> warm weather in Sacramento. And then coming back up, we were in snow again in Mount Shasta and uh, they had a restaurant there that uh, took a very long time to get into apparently um but they had a really good popular beer. place yes so they had this beer on tap that was from fall river brewing and the beer that i had there is called num num juice now that is not what i have today <laughs> so yes yeah, so i love the name though yes <laughs> Fall num River, num juice. Num num juice hazy IPA is what I had at this restaurant. Tropical and it was juice bomb. It was phenomenal. It was one of the best beers I've had in a while. So I very much recommend it. If you can find uh num num juice hazy IPA from Fall River Brewing, you should do yourself a favor and get it. Okay. So as we were on our way out of town, I hit up a gas mm -hmm. station that happened to have uh, that, but they had a six pack and I didn't want to have six of the same beer for heavy conversations. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a different one from the brand and uh, it is fall rivers. Enjoy a day off or two. I'm guessing it's called, let's see day off. So yeah, it's day off uh, ale, blonde ale, blonde ale. Yes. Yes. Oh. And here I'll show you it is uh yeah nice a little uh what is that a like a beach chair yeah lawn chair a kind of cooler thing, a cooler there's a uh lawnmower in the background okay, you know all, all things right. that i'm hoping to be able to enjoy in portland when the rain stops soon enjoy the mower yes i, I love mowing the lawn I'm, I'm ready it says day off is a refreshing straw colored ale enjoyed by people who put in the time to earn their fun mm -hmm. it's crisp finish does all the work so you don't have to. And with little bitterness, you can enjoy all the flavor on your own time. Whether day off is the official drink of a rowdy bash or a pants optional day on the couch, it suits any beer lover who appreciates their well-won leisure. <laughs> mm. The pants optional day on the couch. Yes. Uh, definitely <laughs> crushable. It's 5%. Um, it has a lot of body. Okay. Uh, it's got the all the good of of a blonde ale um it does have a little bit of that bitterness uh i dig it it's it's not it's not bad um from redding california regional yeah Calgary. yeah so it is not as good as the num num juice but um i'd give it a three out of oh, five. Oh, oh okay yeah i know it's uh, you know <laughs> if i'm if I'm going to give a really a high rating, it has to be a really good one. And I'm, I gave the num num juice something really uh, uncharacteristically high for me. So if you want to see our ratings for our beers, you can check them out. Uh, you can see the beers that we drink at Untapped, uh, which is untapped.com or on the Untapped app. It's available for whatever phone you've got, unless you yeah. have like an old school flip phone or something. 
so Nokia or something yes how many beers did you have before the num num juice or was oh, that the first beer it was the first beer it was oh. it was the first one and you know i will say that um a lot of times for me it works that way where the first beer is the best one like i drink it and it's just like this is mm-hmm. glorious and man it was it was great i was uh i was very uh surprised that it was as good as it was so mm-hmm. um, a, lot of, a lot of times i just kind of lose my taster yeah after a few you know right because like, yeah whatever and it's all kind of the same and yeah yeah i'm i'm with you so yeah num num <laughs> juice i gave it a 4.5 out of 5 so mm-hmm. you know not bad i was that was part of the fun of the road trip and really the trip to canada was getting to try beers from breweries that i had never tried before so yeah. like 50 50 brewing in tahoe with i guess tahoe tahoe ipa was what i drank 50 50 brewing company uh great basin which i think i'd had before but it was a chili beer so it was a spicy beer oh i was like oh what yeah cerveza chili beso from great basin brewing company they call it a, a spiced or herbed beer and it was spicy so there we go okay uh, i had something from the brewer's cabinet <clears throat> which is based in reno and it's called Dirty Wookie. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know yeah. if I want that. It's a, it it's was like... an Imperial Brown Ale. I I was Ooh. thinking of you when I had it. I thought you know this is something that Jody would probably enjoy. Maybe not the name so much, but the beer itself. I mean, it just yes. reminds me of like yeah. Dirty Wookie Bathwater. Like right, right. Brown Ale. Mm. Uh, I had something from Alibi Ale Works, which I'm guessing is also also local. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm just looking at Canada to see if there's anything good up there. Waterloo Brewing up in Toronto, or there thereabouts, and there are boots and uh, Bose All Natural Brewing Company, which I'm sure is up there as well. Oh, Van Cleek Hill, Ontario, Canada. So there we go. All Shout out to all of those places that. Uh, Get, that are producing tasty beer that I was able to enjoy. So, <laughs> yes, I need to go on a road trip and have some tasty beer somewhere. I'll tell you that all this traveling has just made me want to travel more. Um, it, yeah. it does that, and it's like, yeah, I, this year is the, the first time since the pandemic that I've been able to travel. You know, mm-hmm. anything outside of you know family stuff or whatever so it's nice to get back to it and do it again and i'm excited to do more this year for sure so i'm ready yes. to do any traveling i haven't really been unfortunately yeah well it'll happen yes <laughs> it will it will so uh on to the the main event here today uh you may or may not have have missed this but uh i did try to speak it on the live episode but uh, you know with it freezing who knows how much actually came out <laughs> but uh h&m is expanding its plus size offering with help from tess holiday so nice. they are uh, a lot of the stuff is already in in stores uh or not in stores online i did go into a store and it was not there so uh Online, the expansion will feature products and sizes up to 4XL for women and 3XL for men. Rolling out across the country 
online uh, and up to 2XL in store. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, they're prior to this expansion, their full women's and men's wear assortment sizes only went up to XL in stores and online. So that is true, but apparently at some point, uh, in the past, H&M tried to do extended sizes and, um, allegedly, and it didn't, uh, didn't go so well. (laughs) I don't know much about that because I think it was a ways back. I'm honestly not sure. Um, I may have burnt that part out of my brain, but I do recall somebody saying that they tried to do it and wasn't great. This time, however, uh, working with Tess Holiday, who is a a model and uh, well known on on social media, she's uh, she's pretty awesome. Uh, she is uh, working with H and M as their size and inclusivity ex- uh, consultant. So she is specifically working with them on. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of dealing with the challenges that uh, a lot of these brands run into when they're trying to make extended size uh, collections and also is advocating for bigger customers and what they need. So she's, you know, helping on on both sides of that. And uh, H&M is apparently all in. They're saying that their mission as a brand is to make style accessible to everyone. And, uh, this is a key piece of that. And so uh, Tess is helping them evaluate how to speak to and represent the shopper in the right way. So um, I guess uh, they had tried to work with her a few years back and uh, uh, didn't really have the sizing. And so uh, she started talking to them about uh, making changes and uh, expanding some of the stuff. And they we're all in. And so they started making changes. And so the stuff is on the website now and there's a lot of it. So I will say that I have not um, tried any yet, but I'm about to buy some so we can kind of get a feel for what the sizing is like. Um, you know, I mean, it's H and M. So you, you kind of know, you know, as far as quality <laughs> and all of that kind of stuff uh, and price point. If you're familiar with them, it's a, it's a lower price point and all of that. So yes. if the sizing is right, it feels like people are going to buy this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like oh. I am just I've been kind of scrolling through. I selected just three XL. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, it's a lot of um, more basics, I guess. Sure. Um, they they do have some fun prints on some of the shirts, but. Um, overall, it's kind of, you know, <clears throat> the normal T-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that. So maybe. Yeah, they have a lot of they have a lot of categories. Um, they have a lot of categories in there. And um, I'm, pull, I'm pulling it up now myself hey. so we can take a look. Um, I guess the dog wanted to comment on it. Too. <laughs> not an H&M fan. No. <laughs> so, yeah, 3X. There's 180 pieces uh, available in 3X. Um, and it looks like, I don't know, we'll have to, <clears throat> pardon me, we'll have to look at, uh, so waist sizes, I'm just trying to look here and see, um, I can't get the thing to work, it's not scrolling down for me, so I don't know about waist sizes, but um, this is definitely something that uh, we're looking into a little more on Chubster, so we'll have some try on stuff, be able to talk about sizing and fit, um, 
I mean, they do, they do have a little bit of everything, you know, mm-hmm. sport shirts, button down, whatever, uh, joggers, t-shirts, uh, sportswear, jeans, shorts. I mean, every category that H&M carries, it seems that they have something available mm-hmm. in sizes up to three X. And so yeah, it's like the waist is a 42. Okay. All right. So That's the biggest, so one of the things in the, uh, the article that uh, the interview that tested with Vogue was talking about uh, uh, what she wants to see. And she's hoping for uh, more extended sizes. Uh, you know, she's wanted to see it uh, push past a three X or four X and, you know, mm-hmm. um, hopefully that's the case. She wants to see a five to six X sizing, which would be great. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's something we always talk about. Please, if you're going to do this, add in more sizes. And I think more sizing at that price point, people will buy the stuff. So, yeah, yeah the women's wear, they have a plus size section. And it right. says it goes up to 4XL or yeah. 30. Yes. Um, yeah. So, my only other, the only other thing that I don't love about it is that there there are no yeah i mean there's no there's no category that's specifically plus for men's at least I know. That I'm seeing. Like, uh, but also they don't have bigger models in the stuff mm-hmm. and that may be something that's coming yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> i hope that it is um you know being able to see bigger people wearing the stuff yeah. is part of it you know it's another one of those things where i think you know the, they've got they've got tests representing it which is awesome and um you know the 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 women's side of things is um is going to get the love first because it sells more and hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully they don't forget about the men's and they make a real push to uh you know to get it out there to show it on bigger bodies that kind of thing because i mean you know i'm looking at some swim shorts and 3x and they're on a dude who uh is very ripped you know um does not look like me i want to see some of that and we know that when we're able to show bigger guys wearing the stuff that uh you know people people are more apt to buy it they feel better about it they like it you know so yeah so i'm going to pick some up so at the least uh you will see me wearing some of the stuff on chubster so uh I'm planning in the next uh, couple weeks to have something out that kind of covers that. And I'll, I'll mention it here on the show whenever that's together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, they, it, they have some fun stuff in there. So they do. And that's the, that's the thing is they do have some fun stuff. They have some fashion forward stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, that stands out. It doesn't look like all your, you know, traditional big and tall stuff that we always get stuck with. And mm-hmm. so, getting another option and seeing a brand or a company put effort into this and include the, the men's side of things in it. Even if we are starting at three X, we definitely want to see bigger sizes, but uh, you know, tell your, your three X, two X, one X friends to buy the stuff so that they uh, expand their sizing. I mean, you know, the price is not, is not bad. And uh Hopefully the fit is there and, you know, the hope, the hope is that with tests being part of that, as they went through the process of, uh, you know, making these, uh, new clothes and extended sizes that they're actually, you know, they're thinking about bigger bodies. So we'll see. Yeah. 
here we go yeah definitely a good price point on all this stuff so yes 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 so yeah if you are listening and you've tried any of it uh let us know what you think you know is it fit does it fit well is it uh is it what you expected is it Mm -hmm. good bad otherwise um you know we want to know so we know what to what to expect and uh yeah like i said um you know we'll have something up on chubster in the next few weeks awesome so yeah well there we go um other than that i mean the only thing going on with me is i've started piano lessons what yes so you know it's we talk a lot on the show about getting out there and doing things and, mm-hmm. you know having hobbies and not being stuck at home and <laughs> yep, so yep. on and so forth and i had the opportunity to uh, uh take piano lessons and so um the portland parks and recreation uh each uh, season they have you know classes you can take or whatever and so i saw piano and was like yes i'm gonna do this fun i I can play guitar and and bass, you know, Mm -hmm. I can play by ear. So it felt like, you know, a little actual instruction and I've always wanted to try to learn piano. So, uh, yeah. So I started and, um, I got like, you know, hand placement and a couple notes, but, uh, I'm excited. It's going to go start somewhere. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be playing all the, uh, piano based songs that, uh, (laughs) that, I, every time I'm thinking of them now, I'm thinking of songs that are going to be like super annoying to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, I'll be playing like, uh, what is it? Uh, Eiffel, is it Eiffel, Eiffel 85, Eiffel 65, what are they that do that song blue mm-hmm, I'll be playing mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. synth part of that. I'll be playing some, the scientist by Coldplay, playing that over and over. It's going to be, okay, you know, a lot right. of the same kind of things. I'll have to <clears throat> learn some, like, I don't know, Elton John or something that's, uh, yeah you know i don't know dun, dun, dun. it's so do you have a uh a, a keyboard or something at home or do you so just... i yes i do so part of the road trip and stopping in sacramento was to stop at my friend cam's house and he gave me a uh, a korg synthesizer that's like a 61 key oh, uh, it, it's a beast this thing's a yeah. beast and it's um it's great. And I've been playing around with that. I'm kind of getting everything set up in here and moving things around so I can just have it set up, come out here and yeah. play. Um, you know, this first class we learned finger placement. So yeah, I basically hitting three keys. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting it set up and it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I uh, got a new amp and uh, all this stuff so I can play the keyboard through that. Mm-hmm also play my guitar and bass through it it's just gonna be fun to be able to do some of those things and i'm excited to see it's a two-month class so we'll see where it goes and see what yeah. the next step is and um yeah it's gonna be fun you know, just to do something and totally chopsticks yes twinkle twinkle little yes. star. what is it hey jude is that yeah there we, <laughs> there we go maybe, i think that maybe. i've been trying to think of like every like keyboard piano song you know i'm gonna have to make a list because i'm a lot yeah yeah so nice and we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah i keep looking for cello lessons but there's not a lot of Ooh. there's not a lot of Mm. opportunity for that so oh that would be fun 
I wonder. There's we're here in Portland. There's got to be. There like, are, but they're they're quite expensive. Oh so, yeah, yeah. There is that. Not a lot of people want to play cello. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have to keep an eye out. See, yeah. If there's somebody who willing to do it maybe for trade for something i don't know beer for cello <laughs> oh yeah yep I, w- I would do that there we go well thanks right. bruce well jody it's good to be back and uh we'll do this again next week and we'll probably next week have another announcement for uh another heavy conversation live since we are yeah. now in a new month and yeah just, another, uh, another busy month but we'll get it uh we will. And this time we'll both be stationary and maybe even in the same room. Wow. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, That's, yeah, careful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.